Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So listen to Paul talking to Timothy. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. There has been for century people out there saying things like, this is all there is to life. There's nothing beyond this life. Then how do you handle that verse against the eternal word of God? Hold on. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Glory. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm not here to tickle your ears. I'm here to make sure you understand that as Billy Graham exited, so you and I will exit. And if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you're going to heaven. This is not heaven. The hell I'm going through this last few weeks, don't come up to me and call this heaven. You might want to back up so I don't hit you. Don't you ever tell me this earth is heaven. The devil's a liar and so are you. And it's in heaven. If it was heaven, why did they do that to Jesus? Watch the passion of the Christ and know that he went there because of you and I. This morning, the message is going to be on the cross. See, what I'm doing right now is I'm protecting your flanks. You should be going, wow, thank God for a pastor who's willing to bring the word. It's not comfortable, but I'm going to do it because that's what his word says I'm to do. Hold on. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things. Endure affliction. So you know I'm going to catch some heat from this message, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to stand right in there. Because I don't want Paul to look at me when I cross the finish line and go, sissy, chicken, free to stand up. I'm going to say it again. If you're here this morning and you have false doctrine in you, keep it to yourself. And you're even free to go find another place. I want to give you a warning. Do not sow seeds of discord among the brethren. That's an abomination. Don't do it. I've been ministering over 40 years and sat underneath my dad's ministry, and I can say before the Lord, I have never, ever, one time, ever, ever, taught anything that was out of the scope of God's word because I'm scared out of my mind about the author of this book. When I think about the cross, it scares me because that was Father's Son on the cross. That was Father's Son on the cross, tattered and torn, beaten, ripped to shreds. That he was there for us so that we would know him and we'd be able to have eternal life. So if you have your Bibles this morning, 
That was just a prelude. Aren't you glad you weren't in the locker room with me? I didn't want anybody walking out of that locker room up onto that court who didn't have Indian pride on the inside. And if you're here and you don't have Christ on the inside and you're not in alignment with God's word, repent and do it now. Not in front of me, but you better do it. We're going to talk about the cross for a few moments and then we're going to listen to Billy Graham and that's going to be the close of the service. Check out God's word. Now you might be able to pick some of this up on the, on the screen. Whew. I was praying as we came home from the wedding last night. And I said, man, Lord, it's been hot enough at that school. Now you're wanting me to go in there and, and uh, turn up the heat a little bit? And this is what he said to me. That would be the Holy Spirit. I called you. You didn't call and there were many seasons in my life where I didn't even want to answer the call of God, looking at our young people. I could hear his voice, but I was running the show. <laughs> so as we get ready to look at the cross this morning, and some of you might be freaking out going, oh my goodness, did he have an argument with his wife? No, in fact, I've messed with her all the way home and just loving on her. I'm fine. But I am a gatekeeper in the kingdom and when I begin to hear that there may be things floating around in the body of Christ that need to be addressed, I'm going to do it here, and then I'm going to do it one-on-one. -on -one. And if you can't get the message, hit the road, Jack. I struggled all year with Ohio State basketball because the Dockage kid played for Michigan last year. I can't figure in my mind how anybody that played up there would want to come and play at Ohio State. I'm not talking about sports. If I'm coming to the house of the Lord, I want to be under the sound of the gospel. I don't want to be around people who absolutely are sowing seeds of discord and have doctrines that will not line up with the word of God. Go back where you came from or repent. Good preaching, pastor. <laughs> Here we go. Y'all ready? Woo, baby. And I got to go to work this week. Man, sometimes I want to be like some of the prophets of old. And man, I want to run and hide in a cave. Because I know how dastardly human nature can be. But I want to remind all of you that are here so that nobody pulls you out of the path. There is a broad path and there is a narrow path. There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And when somebody comes up to you and starts giving you false doctrine, have them go to the word. May they drop dead for opening up the book and lying. By the way, I've got angels all around me this morning. In case you didn't know. You better be careful when you open up this book. 1 Corinthians 1.18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us, which are saved, it is the power of God. We're going to look at the cross for a few moments. Whew. Let me pause and give you a little break, all right? Because I want to make sure we have Billy Graham rolling, because he's here this morning. In the heavenly realm, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. That's what the book of Hebrews says. He's going to be doing a short video for us on the cross and where our country is. 
Man, I'd be embarrassed if I do not stay true to the Word of God and to the power of the cross. And I see Billy Graham when I cross the finish line. I'll guarantee I'm going to have to lower my head. Because he raised up the head of the church, Jesus Christ. He is the head. He came as a lamb, but he's coming back as a lion. So you might be getting a feel this morning of a lion. I'm a baby lion compared to what he is. The days of Jesus as a lamb are over. Please, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter if you befriend me, like me, or whatever. Whatever you do, do not disagree with God's word. You will be held accountable. All right, let's go to work for a little bit. Oh, I wanted to give you this. So Friday night after the uh, rehearsal and everything, man, the Holy Spirit dropped this in me. I jotted it down and I gave it to those that were there for the uh, rehearsal supper and all of that. You may want to jot it down. This is why our homes are in a mess and this is why our schools are having all kinds of issues. The home should be a place of hope, a place of opportunity, a place of memories, and then above all, a place of encouragement. And guess what? That's what this should be. A place of hope, opportunity, great memories, and then above all, it's a place where we encourage one another in the Lord. You can't encourage me when you bring false doctrine into my life. Praise the Lord. Good preaching, Pastor. Don't be a speed bump in somebody's life. And boy, the last time I preached, man, it got hot the following week. But in Jesus' name... The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Shut your mouth in Jesus' name. All right, boys, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let's get ready. Y'all ready? You ready to get out on that floor? Y'all ready? You ready to go after this thing? You know it's a W before we even go out. Think I'm talking about sports? That's what the Holy Spirit says to the church every time we gather. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? You're covered. The blood has covered you. Go ahead and go play the game of life because you've already won. Whew. Oh, well. Check this out. Franklin Graham, I think he might be related to his daddy. Huh. Listen to what he said. It was Christ who willingly went to the cross, and it was our sins that took him there. Jesus hung on the cross because of my wickedness and my deceitfulness and all the other things that now have been changed. Christ did not make a mistake when he obeyed his father. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to open up your mind and think, and I want you to open up your spirit to the Holy Spirit and allow him to throw seeds in that will help you. If there's no heaven or hell, what in the name of God was that cross all about? Think. But Jesus even went deeper than that because he asked his boys, the disciples, what think ye of Christ? It's everything. Andrew Murray said, salvation comes through a cross and a crucified Christ. Jesus was humiliated for me and for you. Why did he do it? So that we might be able to have a relationship with the Father and eternal life. And if it were not so, I would have told you, he said. 
How dare you put your words up against the word of God? In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. Now, is he lying or are you lying? You know who's lying. Shut your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, the anointing of the Lord is heavy up here. I'm not going to do anything to try to show that to you, but I am consciously aware of the anointing of the Lord in this house this morning. So let's talk about the cross for just a few moments. I'm going to take the word cross, and I'm going to give you some key words that you hopefully will always remember. The cross changes our citizenship. They sang about that this morning. It's Philippians 3.20. We are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. So if you want to know where he is right now, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Heaven is real, and so is hell. And the rich man, looking up out of the bowels of hell, spoke and said, could you send somebody? You remember me and Lazarus? Oh, Jesus was making that story up? Shut your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not playing this morning. The enemy is trying to change your citizenship where you will throw in the towel and say, well, whatever will be, will be, que sera, sera. There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Where is your citizenship this morning? Is it in Christ Jesus or are you citizens of this world? I used to be, but I'm no longer. Citizenship. Secondly, the cross offers a relationship, listen, through repentance. The Holy Spirit woke me up the other morning, and it has to be the Holy Spirit, because the only other one that would do that would be Robin, and she don't do that. But I mess with her all the time. And he gave me every bit of this. There are people who want a relationship with God, but they've never repented, and there is no relationship. Oh, Lord Jesus. Saying I'm sorry is not repentance. Listen closely to the verse. Listen to Jesus. Matthew 4, 17. I almost see an ovation by Billy Graham right now. I live on the other side, by the way. I'm just stationed here. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How many times did we, adults, when we did something wrong and we finally got caught, we would go to our parents and say, I'm sorry, but we go right back out and do it again. I'm talking about me. Saying sorry and apologizing is not repentance. Repentance is a changing of your mind and your heart through the Holy Spirit. You don't have a relationship with God without repentance. And if you are embracing false doctrine, I invite you to repent in Jesus' name. Mm. Don't damage other people's relationships. Mm. This one comes from Billy Graham, number three. But the Holy Spirit permitted me to be able to use it. You'll get to hear his voice in just a few moments. We've already called out citizenship and relationship through repentance. I'm talking about the power of the cross. If there's no cross, I wouldn't even be in this room today or any other church because it would be a joke. 
Listen to the word of God. Billy Graham said that the cross, we're on O, the cross is offensive. So when I knew I was walking up here, I knew it wasn't going to feel like the locker room. Because the kids always looked forward going, oh yeah, coach is coming. Uh, He's getting us ready. But the preaching of the cross is an offense to us. Listen to the word of God. Galatians 5.11. And it is offensive. If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. We are offended when we hear the message of the cross. Wait till you hear the last two S's. It'll show you how offended we can be by the cross. Man, if there's no eternity, don't tell me about the cross. And don't tell me I have to live a crucified life. You're crazy. And so's your mouth. Come on, church. The cross of Jesus Christ is an offense to those that are perishing. It means nothing to them that royal blood was spilt. It means nothing to them that water gushed from his side. (laughs) You guys don't even know how I used to coach. There were certain teams which I will not name. It was automatically on. Let me transfer that. This is automatically on because I see and hear about people who are trying to change the message of the cross. Well, I've got angels around me. Come get some. No, I'm talking about the angels because they've got me. I'm protected. I'm not even going to tell you the scripture verses that the Lord has given to me to let me know that I am protected in my going out and my coming in. Man, you don't be foolish with the word of God. You may have all kind of political things out there you like to talk about, but you need to be very careful about the Word of God because His Word, the Bible says, that His Word is settled forever in heaven. So it must be a real place. And I'm looking forward to the day, so I want to be a part of that crowd, if he will permit me, where we can say to all the little demons and to Lucifer, Satan, go to hell, welcome home. I want to be a part of that team. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I know what's happened in America. Everybody's just real churchy and chummy. Man, we're in an all-out war. The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. So now you know a little bit more about me. I'm in his kingdom and I'm going to fight over the cross. The cross is offensive. We're almost done, ladies and gentlemen. Billy Graham, get ready. The cross, listen, offers salvation from sin. One verse, please. Salvation from sin. You don't believe in sin? What time do you want to come to the school on Tuesday? Let me know what time you want to come up here so I can show you. Yo, I know what's all on the line. Not just kids. Teachers who are told keep your doors locked. And guess what they do? They keep them unlocked. Well, what do you think the kids see? What they model. We are prone to sin, but the cross will eliminate sin if we'll do the last S in just a moment. Some of you are going, God, I can't wait to get out of here. He's going nuts. Listen, I'll play at that level. Man, I'm making a phone call to the district. Would you like for me to call for you? 
Because sometimes I think people think like I'm really just playing. I'm not playing. We're in an all-out battle for the lives of children and their parents and our community and churches and pastors are scared. Mm-hmm. I, I still know how to work a shovel and a jackhammer. My daddy taught me how to lay bricks and block and all of that. Pour concrete. Yeah, but you're too old. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm made of. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth after this service. Watch your mouth. <laughs> well, pastor, you just wrecked the future of hundreds of people coming in. Well, if they're going to disrupt your learning environment, if they're going to change the thesis of the Word of God, they don't need to be in here. Either that or I need to go. <laughs> I never want to have this day in my life. You remember that, don't you? As he stood and looked, and he had already been told by his wife, but he didn't know what to do, so he just went over. You all know what I'm talking about. He just washed his hand to go, man, I'm out of this. I don't know anything about him. I, hey, he's all yours. This is not the time to wash your hands. This is the time to dress in the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the good new shoes, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit. Let's get this finished. Almost there. Billy Graham, are you ready? This is what creates so much offense. <laughs> the cross, listen closely, changes our self-centeredness to spirit-centered living, and that is offensive. Thank you. Not that I preach for that, but that's nice every once in a while. Let me read it again. I'm talking about the last S, and this is where, you know what, breaks loose and hits the fan. The cross changes our self-centeredness to spirit-centered living. And you don't think the cross is a reality? Start obeying the cross and see how jacked up you get. Isaiah 53, verse 6. We all like sheep have gone astray. So what's pastor trying to do today? To make sure you stay in the pasture. That you don't let somebody come in who may not even be a sheep, who may not even be the one that should be, and try to get you to come out. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I think it was kind of funny, and I used it the other day with some kids, and that really jacked them up. So I said, yo, you know what the problem is, right? And they looked at me and gave me all that nonsense stuff. And I said, it's the same thing with us. And then they kind of lightened up. I said, we all want our own way. And I said, the last time I checked, I went by the other day, and all there is is a sign. But their motto was, Burger King, have it your way. What a prophetic moment. We all believe we deserve our own way. Pastor can't tell me to say what I can't believe you. Keep it up. You're under the anointing of the Lord right now. If you want to go astray, that's your business. But it's my business to make sure you do not infiltrate and affect anybody else in this house. Huh. <laughs> I'm glad the angels are here. Let me close with this quote, and then we're going to go to Billy Graham. This is message has been entitled, Why the Cross? 
Because you have and I have in our world wolves in sheep's clothing. But I like it when the Lord shows up and all the lights are on. I like it. Woo! I like it. I love it. Ian Bounds said, All God's plans have the mark of the cross on them, and all His plans have death to self in them. Robert and I will always be fine. You know why? Because it's not self-centeredness any longer. It's spirit-centered. And we heard last weekend, oh, we're in great shape. We heard last weekend by one of the speakers that marriage is all about this, serving each other as you serve Christ. Huge. And I want to speak that over every marriage right now. And I pray to God that the way that as a shepherd over this house, for the time that the Lord still has me here, that you will do the same thing at home. When the kids start popping up with things that should not be in that home, that you will be quick to address it. That's why our kids are in the shape that they're in. Because parents are not addressing it. Ministries are in the shape that they're in today because pastors are not addressing it. So let me ask you a little question because I think all the time. I'm thinking when I'm sleeping. Think about all these mega churches and think about all the churches that are right here in this region and in the state of Florida. If the power of God is so great in all these churches, why is our culture the way that it is? Shall we pray? Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.